All right, welcome to episode nine of Reality Rundown, where we are recapping tonight's veto episode. I'm your host, Connor Nelson, along with my co-host, Christian Holman. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe. If you're watching on Twitch, make sure you follow. Um, tonight's episode was the veto episode, and uh, clearly Janelle and Case are up on the block. And this episode kind of starts with just Janelle and the DR being like, I'm not going to whine and cry. I'm not going to be like Nicole F. I'm not just going to lay down and roll over. And I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, there's some serious bad blood right there. They really like, don't like each other. They really dislike each other. So it, it kind of makes me want Janelle to stay over case, stay over case for a little bit. Um, but I don't really know. I'd like to see Caser kind of also playing that without Janelle. But yeah, I really want to see Janelle and Nicole just get into it. That'd be nice. It would be it would be really funny. I agree. But I mean, again, I don't. I like both of them. I would like both of them to stay. But clearly, that's not an option at this point in time. But um, if I had my pick, it would be Janelle just because I think she would cause more chaos. And I think Kaser would kind of just blend in and not really do much and probably just go up the next week. I don't know. But that's kind of where it starts. Um, then Kaser talks about how out of three seasons, he's been on the block with Janelle four times. And he's only been on the block with Janelle, which is kind of crazy if you really think about it. Yeah, it's like I, I before the episode started, I was thinking about how literally – Case has gone home before Janelle every single time, but then I didn't even I didn't realize that they were always on the block together. Yeah, so that that's literally insane. Like that you would have thought that they would have talked to each other, be like, "Hey, we gotta," which we mentioned last week or last episode, we gotta just not seem like we're up each other's butt. Yeah, and I think they kind of wanted to do that, but when they got there, most of the people that they thought were gonna be there weren't there. So like, well, crap, what do we do now? So like, they kind of just had to because no one was talking to them, no one wanted any part of them. So it kind of just got forced into being like, well, I guess we're together and let's see how this this works out. But yeah, it's it's also crazy how the whole line of old school new school was drawn, where it was Caser and Janelle, and then everybody else. Yeah, and like, like some of the people the that were like kind of on the verge of like being old school, like didn't even go with them. Like they were like, we're just like Memphis, Ian, uh, Enzo, like the people that you thought maybe would like work with Janelle and Caser this season. They wanted no part of them, so it was weird. I I don't know. It didn't make sense to me, but yeah, I mean, with what we've seen from the season, obviously it would appear that it's a good move for them not to have tied up with them as yep. one half the house is at power yep. every single week. Yep, and you can expect that to kind of be the theme all season. It's kind of how it's been the last like what five years, four years, maybe even yeah, more than that. I, would I mean, love it's like to see, I'd love to see CBS do something. To where to change it up because it's kind of been like real stagnant of like the same thing keeps happening so like they need to either like mix up the comps or do something to where yeah. not one side is just controlling everything because that's kind of how it's going and to be fair it works so like that strategy is what works in this game and people are figuring that out yep which uh, maybe maybe next season we see a, a 32 person house and we have four hohs every week everyone is in a single group and it just switches up every single week, you know. Just see some chaos. Is, is that your plan? That, <laughs> that's that was what just came to my head. So you know, that's what I'm throwing out there for us. Um, so after this, we get um, Davon up in the HOH room with Tyler, and basically she's just like making sure she's good. Like she kind of feels like there's a hint of people going against her and people aren't trusting her. So she's just going up there making sure everything's going to plan. She's not going to get backdoored. If one comes off, she's not the one going up. Which fair enough. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's really weird to go up to your alliance member 
and make sure you're good. Yeah. So, like, her trying so hard is obviously putting a target on her back. Yep. And she's even like, she's even like, who would you put up if one came down? And Tyler, like, wants no part of that question. He just avoids it completely. So it's very clear that she doesn't feel safe within people that she's supposed to be working with, which is never a good place to be. Yeah, which, that's another weird thing. If these, these are your alliance members, Tyler, and you're not talking about your secondary plan, which, I mean, I guess that's what worked for him last year, maybe not telling, spilling your beans, you know, but. Yeah. I don't know. In my head, I, w- I would try to be. I would be talking about decisions, but also Davon's probably not someone who wants to work like that with like that. Yeah, true. Um, Janelle says that she knows that like she has no one in this game except for Kaser. So like, if she's gonna come off the block, she's gonna have to win it for herself. And she's exactly right. Like, no matter what, it may be Bailey, but like, I don't even she really feels that confident in Bailey doing it. But she knows that like it's she wins or she goes home. Which is a good read because if she wins, she is going to go home. Yeah, uh, n- nobody, nobody would pull them off. She, she, Janelle would have to make such a good case to be like, "All right, if if you pull me off, here's how I'm going to keep you safe." Yeah, and it can't just be that I'm the target because yeah. as soon as you save the target, now you're the target. Yeah. So you have to find a way to express to those people as to how why they're not going to ta- why people aren't going to target you whenever you just screwed everybody over. Yeah. So. Yeah, and this leads uh, this leads us to uh, perfectly in with J- Bailey and Janelle are talking in the eight, or the have not room, and uh, Janelle's just like, if I get house guest choice, like, can I pick you? Will you play for me? And Bailey says, like, right then, yeah, like I'll play. And then later, like right after the conversation, she's in the dr and she's like, I don't know if I'll take her down. Like I'm gonna like evaluate and go based off what's best for me. But when she was talking to Janelle, she, and she also said, I'm not going to promise anything to her, but she did say, if you get Housecast Choice, I'll play. So I don't know if that's insinuating, like, yeah, I will play for you. But I guess if you're asked that, you can't say no unless you're just, like, blatantly against somebody. Well, a but, lot of people do say no, they don't want to play in, in, in Housecast Choice. Yeah. Because they don't even want to be put in any situation. Yeah. But I think uh, if anyone was to take her down, it would be Bailey. I don't think yeah, it's probably. plausible, but it, it, if anyone was in the house, it would be her. Yeah, which which the only way Janelle could really convince her to have pulled her down if she played in it would have been like, hey, we got it. We have to get a solid alliance somehow, yeah. and we have to win HOH. Yeah. But or, or but not make it feel so desperate for Bailey to be like, we're gonna win HOH yeah. when we get this solid. But, but the thing is, like Bailey and Janelle are like actually super close in the house. Like they're not showing how close they are, but like they're actually like Bailey's probably like Janelle's her, her number two. Yeah. That's, and, uh, but like she has nothing to really like she has no one else help, like backing that so it's basically bailey alone and like if she does pull her down it's like she's gonna be seen as like why did you do that like we didn't want you to do that and she's going against everybody else so it really hurts her game so she can't like there's really nothing she can do basically like honestly it's basically just like tyler like tyler really probably didn't want to put janelle and case up but that's what everybody wanted and if you went against that it's like oh like i can't you can't do that yeah, the, I mean, the only way he could have done that is, again, you have to talk to the few people that you're closest with, yeah. and you guys all have to be, oh, yeah, it, we can probably get away with it in some yeah. way. And, and then, like, this season, it doesn't make any sense. Like, the original All-Stars, Janelle goes up on the block, and you have Dr. Will and Mike Boogie. They're clearly, like, the biggest pair, the biggest threat. Like, everybody knows it. And Will, Dr. Will's just like, we Janelle cannot go home this week. 
She alone is a bigger target than me and Boogie are together, which is crazy to think about. But it's true. Like, Janelle is a huge target in the house, and you would think these people would want her there just as a tar- like a shield, just anything. But they want her out so bad, and they've wanted her out since week one so bad. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, p- people, it really blows my mind in the game how everybody wants to get rid of the biggest threats week one. Like, as long as you're not the biggest threat, the biggest threat shouldn't be your your target. Especially this year when literally, like, let's say Janelle stays. It's not like she has anybody. It's not like she's going to, like, stay and have all this power, have all these people behind her. She literally, like, the one person she had, Nicole Anthony, she thought she had Nicole Anthony, but she didn't even have her. So, like, no one, she literally has nobody. So, even if she does get power, she's going to have one week, and that's it. I don't. I just don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really good. Uh, it's a good lesson to see. I mean, they say legends never die, but you know, I mean, Janelle's but the legend that, hasn't helped her at all. That does that does show just how good of a player Doctor Will is and was. How like that was his mindset, but like these players don't see it that way. They just want them out as quickly as possible, and then have bloaters just everywhere. It just I don't know. It, it's. I guess just a different yeah. season. I mean, I don't know. It, it, it makes sense in the terms of like, let's crush the competition so we can run the house. Which, but she's not even stuff. winning anything. <laughs> no, not yet. Definitely no. But she's still kind of. She has that that aura of I'm gonna. She, she won a lot of comps in one season, maybe two seasons, where she won a lot of comps. Fourteen years ago, <laughs> even yeah. in four, but like even in fourteen, she didn't win anything. Like that's exactly, the thing. Yeah. Like I mean, you got to go based off like the most recent, where it's just like. She's not done anything, so I just I don't see it. I don't get it. But yeah, people. But the idea is like let's crush the competition, so we're only playing against floaters. We win every single week. We just have an easy ride. But that never it, it works for the person who wins. But the other people tend to get backstabbed. Yeah, and then um, so from here we go to Danny and Nicole. They're in the love room, and basically this whole segment is just Danny talking about how she wants to plant seeds in everybody in her alliance's like head about an, uh, another person in the alliance and how that they're a threat and how they've got to get out sooner than later and then just let all of those build until they just start going after each other and then she's left in the middle which really i mean it makes sense but it will eventually catch up to her it definitely at least i at least up. i think it's going to i think it definitely can catch up especially if if someone starts doing the same thing about her because all it takes is just a little bit of fire on her name for people like, oh, yeah, you know what she said about you? Yeah. Which, did she say anything bad about Nicole Francois? I didn't see uh, – I didn't hear I don't what know. she said about I, her. I, I'm not sure. But I, I think she's done it basically about everybody. And really her main one is Tyler. Like she really wants Tyler out sooner than later because she knows how good Tyler is. Like they get along. They like each other. But she's just like, he's going to win this game if we don't get him out. So yeah. – and Tyler kind of like is the same way about her. He's like – Danny's playing the best game right now. We need to focus on her sooner rather than later. So I think that's kind of going to be what it is, is Tyler and Danny going against each other, and it's just who gets like the other one first. Yeah, which is definitely a potential for a next week thing. And what you are likely to see is one of them pick up whoever stays this week too. Yeah. In that instance. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah. It, it would, so far it seems that Kaser would be more – or Janelle – uh, are more likely to work with Tyler than Danny. I agree with that. From yeah. what I've noticed. I agree. Um, 
but yeah, that, basically that that was like a really long segment, basically for no reason, just basically showing how Danny's running the house, which I don't think it's really that way. Like Danny's playing good, but I don't think she's necessarily like running the house. It's that's what it was, they kind of were. I just pers- liked that segment a lot. I, I didn't see it as she was running the house, opposed to she was attempting to manipulate the house, which obviously at the moment is working. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. they wouldn't have showed it. And then also, line. did you catch the uh, when she was talking about Janelle and how she wants Janelle out, and she was talking about how she's the queen, but there needs to be another coronation or a new coronation for her? So, like, I think she's actually really jealous of Janelle, and that's why she's, like, really wanting her out so she can, like, take over as the Big Brother queen, which will never happen. But I think, that what, I think that's what she thinks if she yeah. knocks her out early that she will take that that's, spot. That's definitely uh, highly likely. I mean, especially uh, first week that Janelle's there. Danielle instantly is, wants to go after her. So, Wait, And it makes no sense awesome. because Janelle from week one is like, I'm with you. I will never vote against you. I will never put you up. Like you would think you would want to keep that person in the house, especially since they've had like this pre-existing like relationship out of the house. Like they're friends outside of the house. They've known each other for like 13 years. And yet she's like, I have to get her out. Like she's terrible for my game. Makes no sense. Nobody has linked you with her. No one thinks you're with her. Like, keep her in. You don't have to work close with her, but just know that you're safe with her, and that's all that you need. It's just yeah, and, it's and don't actively don't... target her. Yeah, like don't make don't let think don't make her on anyone else's radar either. Yeah, like this week she should be pushing for Kesa to leave. Yet she's pushing for Janelle to leave. Just doesn't it doesn't make sense? But yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Um, then we get to the segment of the. Uh, the face washing with Janelle and, and Ian, and I, I'm assuming is that blood she's putting on her face? Um, I don't think so. I tried to ask what it was too. I'm pretty positive it's not blood; it's just red, and it looks like it. But I had someone sitting next to me, uh, just going, "Ooh, why would no, you it, put that much <laughs> on there the whole time?" Uh, so either yeah, I didn't get to hear a lot of it. Either way, what, what she's putting on her face is super acidic, and she says it has a 3.6 pH balance. And so Janelle thinks this is. 3.6% acid that's in the face wash. And Ian's like, no, no, no. Like, Very that's, acidic. That's 3.6 on the pH scale, which is extremely acidic. And she's like, oh. And she's like, I got to take this off. But yeah, Ian's like explaining it to her, and she has no idea. But that just shows like how different like Ian is from like the rest of the house. He's just like he's very smart and just like. Hey, I mean, he taught. What was it he used to teach? Was it I think chemistry or physics, physics, or physics, 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 physics. Yeah. Physics. So. He knows a lot about science. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was funny. Um, I think was Enzo part of that? There's someone else in there. I don't know. Uh, I don't know who. It I don't was think it was Enzo. There was some. I don't know. Um, after this, we get to the uh, veto it players being picked. It was Kaser. Kaser. Yeah, Kaser, Kaser, Kaser. We get to the veto players being picked, and um, did we? Is this? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it. So veto get veto players get picked. And Tyler goes first, and he pulls out Cody, which Janelle and, and Kaser are like, you got to be kidding me. Like, of course, that the first person he pulls out has to be Cody. Not Housecast Choice, just Cody's name, which, yep. classic. Um, Kaser goes second. He pulls Bailey, and Janelle, I'm sure, is relieved by that. She's like, I don't have to show my cards by picking her. He already picked her. We're good. And then she pulls out Memphis. So... Janelle and Kaser are like, we're screwed. Like, this sucks. We That could not have gone any worse except for the Bailey pick. Worst case scenario. Yeah. I think I think had Janelle got house guest choice, she would have picked Nicole Franzel. Who? Janelle? Nicole Franzel. Oh. Yeah, I, did... think, I think Janelle would have picked Nicole Franzel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Just because it would be. First of all, she's weak. And secondly, yeah. 
Nicole would be so mad. Yeah. And it would be hilarious. Yep. And she already she already kind of like alluded to that when she was like, if it were up to me, I would rather play against Nicole Franz someone like Nicole Franzel, super weak, not gonna win, as opposed to like the people that are picked. But it was unfortunate that that happened. Uh yeah, go ahead. definitely. Um, uh, it was worst case scenario, I'd say though for them. <laughs> you good? <laughs> you know, podcast it makes me yawn. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm just so comfortable on the mic, I guess. <laughs> But right after this, we had uh, Danny and Bailey in the storage room. And Danny is like, you got to win this. Like, you actually have to try to win this. And I think she's doing this because she wants to make Bailey have to show her cards. Like, you're either going to take her down or you're not and you're with us. Anything on that? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, Oh, did I lose you? uh, You were frozen. I didn't know if you were still talking or not. Oh, I thought you were just sitting like that. I didn't know you were frozen. (laughs) Yeah, uh, so... uh... Yeah, I think Danny was going really hard on her, and it obviously made Bailey uncomfortable. Yeah, Bailey's not that type of player. Bailey does not like being cornered, doesn't like being told what to do, and doesn't like like the aggressive, like, you need to do this, this is what you need to do. So on Danny's part, I don't see why she did that. Like, who cares if Bailey gets it? Like, tell Tyler and Cody to get it. Don't tell Bailey. Like, <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I see why she's saying that to her, but it's just a, it's just a uh, strategy uh, failure. She just really failed strategically with that idea because it instantly makes Bailey dislike you. Yeah, 100%. Um, Janelle and Kaser are talking in the key room, and um, th- this is when they're talking about, like, this it could not have been a worse draw for us. Like, we're, we're up against literally, like, the best competition in the house with Tyler, Cody, and Bailey, and uh, just Memphis. them two. Memphis. Yeah, like literally the people, all all three of those people have won everything this this like whole season. So it's like you, you got to be kidding me. Like, of course this happens, which again, it's just unfortunate that that came that way, but had to happen, I guess. The big brother gods have spoken. Um. So then we get to the veto competition, and Christmas is the host, and it's called the Cupcake Clash, and they have this every year. Something like like this is not maybe exactly like this, but it's pretty close. Out of it. Maybe not every year, but I I know I've seen it. Similar to this, really, in terms of it being a puzzle where you're stacking. I've definitely seen I don't know if it's every year, but I've definitely seen it. I haven't seen this in recent years, I'll say. But uh, I I like the competition. I don't think it's – I thought it was actually really easy. I agree. I agree. I'm I'm pretty good at those kind of things, so I thought it was easy. So seeing, like, some of them struggle, I was like, come on, guys. Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, so it starts off with – there's a, a bracket, and it's pulled by a random draw out of the veto box. And so the first round is – who was it? Uh, first Tyler, round was Tyler, Tyler, Tyler versus Kaser. Yep. And then Cody versus Bailey. And then Janelle versus Memphis. So uh, Kaser and Tyler – I'm struggling. Kaser and Tyler go first. And basically all you have to do is there's three colors and you have to stack each – to like frosting and I don't know what like the top of it was sprinkles. The ice, you, st- you stack the ice cream. Ice cream on yep. top of the, the frosting, right? And uh, you have to have them in the correct order of the colors. And so, and you ha- you can't put any on the ground. You have to keep them on the rods. And so Tyler and Kaser go first. And Kaser, it looked like he was going to win his first round. And I thought he was going to win his first round because I didn't even notice because he, he buzzed in and he didn't have the right colors on the right base. And I, I didn't see that either until he hit it and it was like, er, like, try again. Yeah, I literally, I didn't even notice that the colors were different at the beginning. I didn't either. I didn't either so, at all. 
I thought he had it easy. Yeah, I didn't even think to look at those things because, I don't know, I just didn't even think to look at them. So maybe I would have done the same thing if I was in the, in the house, yep. but it uh, I don't think I would have just because I think pretty highly of myself. But um, but he doesn't get it, and Tyler yeah. gets it with like a time of like one minute and 20 seconds 30, or something. I, it was just, I think it was 37 seconds. No, uh, was it? Yeah, he had 37 seconds on that. Oh, okay, well, 37 seconds, which is super fast. And it doesn't show this, but after... The Vita. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. They don't show this part, but I'll, I'll talk about it. So next we have Cody versus Bailey, and Bailey struggled. She acted like she had no idea what was going on, and Cody, it looked like he breezed through it, which he didn't get it to go as fast as Tyler. But the way they showed it, it looked like he like went way faster than Tyler. So I don't know. Yeah, his. Uh, I think he was slower on that one than he was on his last two. I think he got in the, got in a groove as he as he says later on in one of them. But, uh, yeah, he definitely figured it out. Yeah. So, Co- Cody Cody advances to the next round. And then we have Memphis versus Janelle. And this one's kind of interesting because the way everybody saw it and the way Memphis was thinking, they, it was just they were in two different, two, two different places. So, they start, and it looks like Memphis is like, he literally has one completed, yet he takes the top of it off and puts it on another one to try to, like, get, I don't know. He, for some reason, he did that. And so, everybody on the sidelines like, Memphis is throwing this like it's very clear Memphis is trying to throw this and we like why is he doing this and so Janelle's struggling she can't get it done and Memphis buzzes in and gets it right and he advances but everybody's still thinking like he 100% tried to throw that for her and give her time to get it done and it's going to the DR with Memphis like I 100% want to win this like I don't need to win this but I want to show these people I'm here to play and I don't want to just like not win so I don't think he was throwing it, or at least he didn't sound like he was throwing it. Yeah, I don't think he was throwing it. I think, I think he got carried away and moved some things. Yeah. But this happens every single season where people think someone's throwing something, and they're like, in the DR, yeah, I'm going to win it. I'm, I'm trying to win it. But it just happens. Whenever, whenever you do something that looks so stupid it can't be real. It looks like you're throwing it. People are like, oh, this guy is – he's – the worst. And it doesn't help that Memphis the previous week wouldn't do what the group wanted mm-hmm. in, in favor of Janelle and Kaser. So that's kind of, it doesn't help his case. Yeah. Uh, so Memphis is out, or no, Memphis moves on, and um, Tyler had the fastest time out of the three rounds, so he moves on to the championship, and so we have Memphis versus Cody. And Cody just annihilated him. Wasn't even close. <laughs> yeah, Cody, Cody definitely figured it out. He was flying through that yeah. sucker. Yeah, so we get to the championship. It's Cody versus Tyler, and um, it's just the same thing. Like, they mix them up. They go, Cody wins. But this is the thing. Like, when it gets done, everybody in the house was like, if Tyler did it in 37 seconds the first round, why was he struggling so bad the last time? So they were like, he definitely threw that last round, so he didn't have to show his cards or have to, like, make the decision. Which I don't think it really amounted to anything, but everybody was, like, really, like, sketched out by the reason, like, he didn't like go hard that last round, which I don't think he thought of it that way. He was just like, "Who cares who wins this? Like, it doesn't really matter. We're keeping them the same anyways. Like, who cares?" Yeah, I mean, I don't know how fast he did it. it seems like Cody kind of did it really fast. Yeah. But even if you do do it in thirty-seven seconds the first round, it's different every single time. Yeah. Yeah. And he got—he actually got beat in the first round. Had Kaser realized what color the bottom of the cones were. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Cody wins the veto and, um, they go inside 
And then we have this super long segment of Christmas's Punishment, which is the uh, star ba- all-star babies. And basically, she has to take care of this stuffed animal star, stuffed star, and every time it says, like, it wants to go for a walk, you have to go walk it in the yard, you have to feed it, you have to rock it on your knee, and then as time progresses, they keep having more babies and more babies and more babies. So I think, like, the episode showed nine, and I think, like, right now she's up to, like, 13. So it, it's good. I mean, it's better than some, but, like, it did not need to be that long of a segment. <laughs> I think the concept of it is, is really funny. I, I like the idea of a punishment getting bigger and bigger as – as it goes, because that, I don't think that's ever happened in Big Brother, where you start with Punishment 1, and then Punishment 2 piles on top of it, even though it's still the same Punishment, it doesn't really change much. She has to carry around so much more. So I think it's actually a really good Punishment. And I kind of like the segment, too. I usually like those segments when they of course you do. throw off the Punishment. <laughs> of course you do. I hate them. I'm the opposite, but you, you like them. They make me laugh. Uh. <laughs> they uh, bring a good spirit to the game. And pe- people like, like Ian, Christmas... They get into they it. They love the game. They get into it. They yep. do a good job. Yeah. So yeah. it's I like to see it. Um. So we get to um. Kaser and Janelle talking in the uh the loft, and Janelle's like, "Listen, I'm sure I'm the target. I'm like a better player than you, for being honest. Just I think honestly for your game, it's better that I, I do leave." And they just like they on the feeds like they didn't show much of this, but on the feeds they just talk about like their friendship. And how they met through Big Brother, and how like they don't really talk outside of Big Brother, and it's weird. Like when they're in the house, like they're inseparable, they're best friends, but like they don't really talk outside of the house. And how they wanted to change that, and how they wanted to be better friends, like outside of the house. But it was just a long conversation. I'm sure they couldn't fit it all in, obviously. But basically, what they showed was Kaser's just she's telling Kaser that he needs to just blend in next week not cause a mess and he's just like listen that's not my game like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna just like bust it all up and do everything i can just to cause havoc yeah i, I you know i interpreted that i i, I kind of I, I sensed that that's kind of how that conversation went the whole yeah we, we need to make this better but uh i, I kind of didn't feel like he was i feel like he was really obviously joking i feel like it was an obvious joke he's not unless he wins hoh he's not gonna go in there and do anything crazy Cause I don't think he's gonna be the target either. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think I think I, I took it as he was just kind of making jokes, and because uh, that's just kind of their relationship. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't. I don't know. We'll see. Too, I guess we'll, we'll find it out. Didn't really seem like he was going too too hard. Like, yeah, I'm I'm going to avenge you and yada yada. Yeah. Um, and then we get um Enzo in the HOH room with Tyler and Cody, and he's talking about how Memphis clearly threw the veto even though he won against Janelle he clearly was throwing it and they're both like yeah like that's weird like after last week and then this like we got to do something about Memphis and the edit made it seem like there was a chance that they may backdoor him but it was like there's no like there was never a shot that that was going to happen like it was very clear that the veto was not going to be used no matter what so yeah i, I, I don't I, I know why they do it in the edit yeah i mean they, I mean, otherwise the episode's pretty pointless. Yeah. But it's so annoying that they do it because it's so obvious they're not going to use it. Like mm-hmm. you can tell, there's no chance. If there was a chance, there would be a. They would put a lot more. A lot more. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. So it was very subtle, and then it like immediately went to commercial. So it was like. Yeah, it's uh, like duh, it's not happening. Yeah. And if it, that did ever happen, I, I would be, I would be mind blown. 
And then, um, so after this, I think after this was actually the Christmas segment, but we already talked about it. Um, but then after the Christmas segment, they they show Janelle kind of campaigning to, to Cody about how, like, if I stay, this is good for you and Tyler. Like, I'm a huge target. You know I'm not coming after you. Like, I will... And she says, I'll vote with you the next two weeks. And this is where I think her campaigning is going wrong. And she's going up to people and being like, I, like I'll keep you safe for two weeks. I'll keep you safe for three weeks. It's like, you don't need to say two or three weeks. I get like it shows like it's more of a like you actually will hold up to that as opposed to being like, I will never go after you. But like that's not what they want to hear. Like no one wants to say like, oh, I'm good till first week of jury. Who cares? Like no one wants to be first week of jury. So yeah, – I have never seen one of those two-week, three-week deals. And that's work. all she's throwing I, I've out. I've seen one time it ever even the person believed it. And then the, that exact the next time week. it happened, it was, <laughs> the person was instantly screwed over. Yeah. I don't know why anyone would ever say – would put a limit on the alliance we're going to make. Yeah. With the exception of being like, we're good till Final Four, Final yeah. Two. You know, yeah. maybe that. But just being like, I got you for two weeks. That's – two weeks seems like nothing. Yeah. 100%. And it's not a good deal. And that's the only kind of deal she's making. Like that, her whole campaign has been like, "I'll keep you safe for three weeks. I'll keep you safe for two weeks." And then like everybody just runs back to each other. And it's like, "Oh, she gave me three weeks. Oh, she gave me two weeks." Like, it's just like, "What?" Like, it's just not gonna work. Yeah, the, the campaign that you, sh- I think that they should be put, that she should be putting together is, "I want to work with you, 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 and you, and I want to, I want to go far with you guys." Yeah. Obviously, I'm the, the target. If a target comes along, and I'm Janelle. And also, she doesn't need to focus on like if I can get if I can get five, will you be my sixth? She needs to focus on getting the whole house because it's more likely the whole house votes one way as opposed to like there being a split. No one wants to like be the the opposite side and be the side that doesn't vote right. So you're more likely to get the entire house voting one way as opposed to splitting it off and getting a split vote. But that. Mm-hmm. That's not Plus, the route she's going. If you're talking to people saying you're you're the, the deciding vote, they're probably going to go with the house. Yeah, and that's what they say, and that's why everybody's been telling her like, I'm just going to yep. go with the house. I'm going to go with the house once. Like, if that's what they want, that's what I'll do. But yeah, yep. if I if if you have the six, sure, I'll vote for you. Like, whatever. Just tell yep. her what makes her. It's not jury yet. Who cares? Yeah, and it, it's it's you have to be you have to go to them. Be like, hey, I want. I, I think I want to stay, and it has to be like. You need to. Ha- I don't want you to help me campaign. Not just I'm going to try to secure these votes because you have to. Yeah, and then like about making an alliance. Yeah, to some degree. Yeah, and then when she says that, they're like, "So who do you have? Like, what votes do you have? No, you have." She's like, "Well, I know I have Bailey, and I mean maybe Dave Vaughn because of Bailey. And like, she she doesn't have anybody. So they're like, I mean, come on, what like what do you want me to do here? You have nobody. Yeah. So it's just her campaigning so far has not been good. But I'm hoping that we see a little something like yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Now, her saying, telling people that she has Bailey and maybe Devon, that's really bad for Bailey and Devon. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. So that's actually likely going to make them targets in the near future. Yeah, I think we'll we'll end up seeing that, definitely. Um, So then we get to the uh, veto meeting. And it's been weird this season. I don't understand. Like, I feel like we've not seen any, like, speeches like I, like – Kaser stands up. I think I like please save me because Janelle stands up. We haven't seen any of that, and like I don't know if they're just like I don't know. It's just weird. They're definitely still doing the speeches, but I think the decision's so obvious. It's just like 
would we rather fit in three minutes? Uh, Five more minutes, minutes of Christmas and the stars. <laughs> yeah, or do we want to hear a veto, a veto speech of save me? I would I rather I, hear I the veto speech. I don't want to hear those veto speeches. We've had Nicole versus David, and both of them probably. Yeah, but I mean, said, sometimes we get something. I don't want to campaign against Nicole. They didn't know they didn't have any speeches. Did I they? think they had. Yeah, they definitely have speeches. We didn't. We didn't hear them because the, it's not worth putting it in the edit. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we didn't but, hear the speech. Yeah, but what? But that's what the speech is. They all. They all love each other. So yeah. it's, it's. I don't want to. I don't want to campaign against uh, Nicole. She's my friend. I don't want to campaign against David. He's my friend. Yeah. Same thing against uh, with Nicole and Janelle, which I think we're gonna see that probably uh, on eviction night because that one makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, but it's gonna be their going away message to each other. Mm-hmm. But it's also uh, the message is literally gonna be, I can't ask you to save me over her. I love her. Yeah. I love him. You know. So that's all yeah. it's gonna be. So either way, there was no speeches. It was basically just very straight to the point. Cody stands up. He's like, "Listen, not using it." I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Like, sorry, I'm just not using the veto. So he just doesn't use the veto. And uh, I think it was very clear that he wasn't going to use it. No one really thought he was going to use it. So this week kind of played out how everybody thought it was going to play out, which is – it kind of – it sucks. Like, I, I like seeing Janelle and Kaser there, but it is what it is. Yeah, I, I really like seeing the people who will uh, potentially cause drama. So seeing, seeing the opposition party just instantly be cut and disappear – I hate it, but part of the game. Yeah, and I know I say this every week, but I mean I'm really excited to see what happens tomorrow, just to see like what happens. But honestly, it is like you get to Wednesday, Wednesday night, and you're like, I'm just excited to see who wins power next tomorrow. But we'll see, and I, I think it's going to be an endurance competition. And if that's the case, but I say this, but Jackson last year they had one where it was more upper body strength, and Jackson won. So who knows? They might have something that. Ian would be good at, or yeah, Tyler they, would be good at, or Memphis would be good at. So, I mean, you yeah. Just know, yeah, you never know. But I think it's definitely going to be endurance, and I guess we'll see what happens. And I'm willing to say, if David wins this season, I'll never watch Big Brother again. I'll just be done. This is it. One season, and I'll be done. I'm not kidding. Uh, I, you can. I, that's it. I, I won't watch it ever again. All right, he's putting, he's putting David is David it. is the it, David's the worst Big Brother player I think I might have ever seen, and he's on All Stars, and it makes me sick. <laughs> I don't care. I, I I wasn't gonna do this. I wasn't gonna be like going hard against one person and just mean and hateful against one person. But he's just not good. And like I hope they show a lot of this tomorrow of like what he's done and like how he plays because it is so bad. They. Definitely won't. And if they don't, I will talk about it because I've got to get it off my chest because it is so bad. Well, everybody, everybody, uh, sounds like next episode is gonna be it's gonna be Bash uh, David because fire. he's so bad. It looks like, like Connor's bringing the fire next next episode, so make sure. I you just really don't like him. I really don't like him, and he shouldn't be there this year. Again, I've said it. If they were gonna bring him back, bring him back next year. Don't bring him back for an All Star season when he was out week one. It doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. He's just not a. Good, he's not a good player. What are you going to do? Officially, this is an anti-David podcast. I'll Listen, I'll stand by it. And if he wins this season, I'll never watch Big Brother ever again. <laughs> um, but that's all I got. You got anything? Uh, take it away. <laughs> all right. If, you, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. Make sure to like. Tell your friends. Tell people that watch Big Brother. If, if you know people that don't watch Big Brother, try to get them to watch it. Listen tell to this. Tell your cousin. Tell your grandma. I mean, it's a little, a little late to the party, but it's only week three. It, you can jump right in. 
Um, if you want to watch us live, we go live about 30 minutes after every episode at twitch.tv slash reality rundown. I mess it up every time. But if you want to watch us live, we're there. And that's all I got. Thanks for listening. Peace.